Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome everybody back to the Clydesdale Media's weight loss journey. Uh, this is my story of trying to lose 100 pounds for the 2023 CrossFit Games. And I am here with my coach, nutrition coach, Cheryl Nasso, and she is going to lead these weekly check-ins. So turn it over. I'm going to turn it over to Cheryl. Yeah. That's so, so hard for me to do. <laughs> I know it's, it's also hard for me to take on because I'm like, I always want to just have a conversation. And it's funny because all of my clients normally get like a loom video from me where I'm like, hey, great job this week. And I'm kind of doing that with you live. So first and foremost, freaking loving it. Like your energy, like I can always tell when a client's in a good place, I can feel the energy in a check-in form. Whereas I can sometimes see that somebody's not in a good place. And, you know, it's why I'll ask questions like, how's your motivation and stuff like that. A um, couple of things. I think the main thing is I want to talk about the stupid scale. Okay. Let's talk about that number. Um, because obviously when you have a weight loss journey and you're like hundred pounds is a long task. I want you to understand and everybody to understand. It's like the scale is not stupid. The scale is not great. The scale is not, is the scale is the result. The scale is the end result and it doesn't really matter. It, it matters, but it doesn't really matter. What matters most is what we're doing to change the scale. And that's the, so important. It's, it's kind of like going to the doctor and the doctor's like, your blood pressure's high today. Well, the stupid blood pressure cuff sucks. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you can't really like, oh, okay, well I've been stressed out or whatever. Like, um, so that's the number one thing is, is that. And, it, and I guess that's a great analogy and, and I'm sorry, I'm jumping in. It's a great analogy yeah. because um, if you took your blood pressure all the time, it would vary every day. Absolutely. For your right? blood sugar. And, and we don't yell at the blood pressure cuff. Yeah. You don't throw it out the window. Trust me. There's days where I want to throw it out the window, but, but so the number one thing is like, because we have a hundred pounds to go, I want to lay the, the journey around that there's going to be times where the scale doesn't go anywhere. And that's part of the process. And that's not always going to be time for me to change something. Sometimes what we have to understand, and I was just recording about that is that your metabolism isn't static. It's not. Your metabolism is not this thing that stays the same from day to day. It is constantly moving and trying to make up for changes. And, and the first thing that I wanted to talk to you about today was kind of like the start of this whole thing. This is week three, right? I have to think about this week three. So yep. you went in guns of freaking blazing. You were like, I want hundred squats a day. I'm hitting my mobility. I'm going to the gym. I'm doing zone two. I'm hitting my macros. I'm doing all of this stuff today. You put all of this effort in you drained your body, which is why you saw a big drop in fat loss. However, we started to get some negative feedback. You were getting some cramping. You're getting some things. We had to slow that down because that was what most people do. And they sink and they fail because you've got a hundred pounds to go. And we're so hung up in how we lose the first five pounds. It's like, that don't matter. You're ability to maintain that for the next hundred pounds is what matters. So your metabolism was like, what the heck just happened? And it just freaked out. So now we're kind of at our 
we're at our base. We're in our groove. This is kind of like in, it's funny because I just, we, we just had a message with Hen, or a podcast with Hen, Henshaw and we talked about finding that like sweet spot. Like you, you hit the ground running and then you settle in. He talks about settling in a lot. Right now we're trying to settle into fat loss. We're settling into the journey. And I feel like this is where we're at. This is about when this happens. About three weeks in, things start to kind of be a little bit more consistent. We don't have crazy drops. It's like a eh, little bit, a little bit. I like thinking about that freaking shark song right now. <laughs> Why? But anyways, <laughs> but that's like, you know, I, I like that. So I wanted to start by talking to you about that. Did that help a little bit? Yeah. And, and I, you know, this isn't my first journey with you. Um, I, I know, I know that things were way too good week two. Yeah. Like we were losing way too fast. And I knew that that wasn't sustainable and probably wasn't real. It was probably more water weight, things like that. And, um, and this week makes actually makes more sense. And once again, look at that. Like we were, we were so good week two because the scale was moving so fast. Once again, I'm, I'm really pointing this out because I think people put so much emphasis on the movement of the scale being fast or slow as a measure of progress. Whereas, yes, we want it to go, but it needs to be not good or bad. It just is. Just like when the doctor tells you your blood pressure is better this time or you got blood work done and, and your, your, you know, your lipids are better, your, your fat profile is better. You know, your cholesterol is lower. It's that's good, but like, you're not measuring that every single day, right? Like it's just so much other stuff. So really wanted to kind of hone in on that because you're absolutely right. The first couple of weeks is going to be like, that. that's expected. This is realistic. Realistic is it should settle in. And now it's a communication factor between you and I, because it's got to, I've got to know if I push you a little harder, if I'm like, Hey, we can drop calories a little bit, we can drop things are you in a place to where like, it's not affecting your sleep. It's not affecting your relationship with food, meaning you're not feeling like you're running out of calories. And all of a sudden now you're not really wanting to track because now you're like, well, that's going to go over and I don't want to do that. And it, all of these factors play a factor into a person being able to sustain what they need to, to be able to make those long-term changes. So it now comes down to us communicating how you're feeling, how hungry you are, any cravings you're getting, if you are feeling like you're like negatively being impacted. And right now I know we spoke a little bit. Um, how are the cramps going? So they, they completely disappeared for the beginning of the week. And then I was telling you on my rest day, I didn't drink as much water as I would on a, on a workout day. And that night I woke up with really bad cramps. Yeah. So hydration is huge. And other thing about this, people don't understand. I think I mentioned this on the, on the last episode is carbohydrates help your body process electrolytes. So it was a double whammy. I hit you with, we upped your carbs. You're probably up in the fluid definitely helped you a little bit. So number one, before I up carbs again, I'm going to keep them where they're at, but I want to make sure that you're hydrating first. If they still don't keep going, then we have to troubleshoot some other things. Uh, other things to pay attention to is how much do you sweat when you work out? Like a river. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Like right now I'm, I'm changing my clothes three times a day. Legit. Like I, it's just, it's brutal here. I can wring them out. It's ridiculous. And it's even after a, a 10 minute warm up. So that's showing that you're, I, I sweat like a river in December. Yeah. So it's probably even worse right now. 
So yeah. it's, it's really important to make sure that you're drinking enough and hydrating and you don't have to, people focus so much on drinking. Like I just said, drinking water, but every fluid counts. It could be seltzer. Even coffee is not a diuretic per se. There's fluid and it's, it's your body. It's fluid. Also hydrating fruits and vegetables, water, I'm, watermelon, cantaloupe. I know you're doing peaches right now. Those types of things are hydrating for the body. Cucumbers, lots of raw veggies are going to be hydrating for the body. So including a lot of those things, people don't realize it's not just bird food. There's actually nutrition in that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I do think that, you know, the main thing is you definitely overstress the body a little bit the first couple of weeks. But I think right now, what I want you to say is that you feel like you're in the zone, like you're settled in. Yeah. I think I'm, if I'm not there, I'm really close. Okay. And even like today at the gym, like movement is getting easier. Yep. And are you as sore as you were the first week back in? No. Good. So that's too. Adaptations are is is important. Like people need to realize your body adapts. And that's that's also part of the next step is like obviously I was gonna ask you about making adjustments. I don't really want to just yet because of the cramping, but I will talk to you if you want me to make some adjustments and we'll talk about that but is we don't want to just adjust too quickly. We want to give the body a chance to adapt, but the body is going to adapt. And that's where we have to make adjustments for some of my clients. Um, it might be bringing calories up. That's where I look at the biofeedback. If you're all of a sudden like, yeah, my, my workouts are starting to feel kind of crappy. I'm not as motivated. I might actually increase calories. And then the person doesn't realize, but that creates more of a calorie deficit in the opposite way, because when you feel better, you are moving more. So you actually end up burning more calories. Whereas some people are like, no, I feel great. I'm just scales, not moving. Then I can drop things a little bit and movement stays the same, but the calorie energy is coming in is different. So we're going to kind of find you that I, I did look over your food. Your nutrition looks really good. looks pretty balanced. A lot of the same things, but also some variety. Um, and I did see you found a new Mexican restaurant yesterday. I did our new dish. Well, so, well, so I've known that. about it's, it's, it's been about six months old, but they put on their light menu, um, fajitas, chicken fajitas made with broccoli, cauliflower, zucchini, and carrots. And it is delicious. I love it. I love it. And, and that's something that I, honestly, the next piece that we can kind of chat about on this check-in, because I think people struggle with this is that you go out to eat and you still make good choices. Like I, yeah. I, I think that people focus so much on, oh, flexible dieting. So I can go out to eat and eat whatever I want and still get results. And it doesn't really work that way. Like, yeah, there's going to be times where, like I told you, like, I want you to go out and have the beer and burger, but then there's times like, you know what? I don't have to have the beer and burger. What's the best option for me tonight. And that is so important for people to realize. And what what a great example of that is, is Friday night. It is a deal breaker. My wife is going out to eat on Friday night every week. It is the end of the week. She doesn't want to cook. She doesn't want to do any of that stuff. And for me to have a happy marriage, we're going out to eat on Friday night. Yep. Right. She offered for me to go out to eat on Tuesday or Wednesday this week. And I declined. Yeah. Like I let her go and I stayed home um, because I didn't need to eat out that night. But for us in our marriage, we need Friday nights to get away from, because we both were working from home this week. We need to get out of the house. We needed to have a, a moment just to her and I to sit and chat and, and eat. And we found a place that was good for both of us. I love it. And that's so important is, is like the support system at home 
you know, is something that I think a lot of people struggle with is even if the people aren't doing the same thing, being able to have people that understand what you're doing and are comfortable with that. So I love that. looks like we have a comment coming up, but I love that she's on board. So do you want to, what does that say? I always weigh more when I'm. So it's from LDY27242. I always weigh more when I'm sore. I don't know why, but knowing that lets me not worry if the scale says a little more. So the reason why we typically weigh more when we're sore is um, people don't understand that the majority of the water in our body is stored in our muscles. And when you are more inflamed, you are holding on to more water. And also when you, this is also why when you eat carbohydrates, carbohydrates, uh, also one gram of carbs stores up to four grams of water. So you will be weigh, you will weigh heavier if you are more glycogen loaded. And if you are more sore, those two things, along with you will weigh less if you are less inflamed and, or you are under eating carbs. So those are the two biggest factors with that. And that's where, yeah, usually it's kind of like you can put two and two together. Um, and so absolutely you'll, you typically how you, it's funny because people are like, you want to drink water. If you have water, absolutely. The more water you put in, you're going to flush out a lot of water. So you want to kind of think about that when you drink more, what happens? You have to go to the bathroom more often. So you're going to be getting rid of some of that more frequently. So definitely make sure you're staying hydrated. That was a good question on that. I saw that. Um, but yeah, I think that the biggest thing is, is what you just said, just kind of wanted to just touch on that is, is that your wife is very supportive of you and that you guys, I call that a non-negotiable that people should not have to say no to things that matter to their core values, to their family, to, to what they want to do in their life in order to lose weight. That is hands down, not what somebody should be doing. You being like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to eat at home. You, but like making the choice on Tuesday night, like, I don't need to go out tonight tonight. Like that's fine. We'll save Friday night for that. And that's called the non-negotiable. And I, for right. some of my clients, it's, it's pizza night with their kids. You know, I had a woman that every Friday night was pizza night. She, they would take their kids to different pizza places. You know, you, you got to be able to have, cause that's what I would like to call memories over macros. <laughs> so yeah. But, Love um, that. but yeah, so in terms of, so where your weights at, I, I just had it pulled up and I turned it off because I had clients that were ding the message. You hear the ding. I um, mean, I was getting messages and I didn't want it to start to distract me. Um, is weight is lower than it was. So your average for this week is lower than it was last week. So I am still in a good place of keeping your calories where they're at because you had the cramping. However, if by like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're not seeing that low number, which is I think 338 stick. And, and the real goal is, you know, I like to think of it like if, if your high is 340 and your low is 338, my goal is that next week your high is 338 and your low is 336. So if we're not seeing that, then I can make an adjustment and that's going to really come off of you. So how is hunger this week? So it is really dependent on the day and what my activity is. The gym. And the gym has, as if I do it in my own garage, it doesn't affect me as much because I think the intensity is not as high. And we know that about me, like that I need to get to the gym itself as many times as possible, but schedule just doesn't always allow that. So I just try to move on those other days. Uh, I am starving right now. I got off of a very long workout this morning and I have not, I have had two rice cakes since I got home and I'm ready to uh, eat something. Not off your arm. I got it. So then I'm definitely not changing numbers this week. I'm not lowering anything. I, I want to give your body a chance to respond. The last thing, then we'll kind of let you go eat because I want you to be hungry. 
is how many gym workouts did you get this week and how many home workouts did you get this week? Uh, three and two. Okay. So you got your five in. Did you get your zone two in? Yes. Okay. Uh, I took the squats off the list, by the way. Okay. You in your check-in form. So I'm, I'm reviewing mobility. Did you get your mobility in this week? Uh, I've gotten two mobility days in and I still have two left for my week. Okay. So, uh, I, that means today and tomorrow I got to do mobility. That's it. So that was the only other thing that I wanted to check in on because I did, I took the squats off, which I think was smart. I don't think you need to do a hundred squats a day. We can figure out a different challenge yeah. for you. I'm, so, I'm not ready for that yet. I don't even, it's, it's honestly though, it's like the why is I think you get, I think the mobility is good for you. I think that the zone two is good for you. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that as long as it doesn't add stress. And I think it's honestly a great way to do something when you don't have anything else to do and you just want to get out and move. Uh, I think daily movement is more important than hundred squats. So if anything, I'd be like taking your dog for a walk more. Um, you know, I think people definitely underestimate the value in those like little opportunities to get some movement in throughout the day. Um, so walking your dog, just taking a step out, going to check the mail, especially now, because I know it's going to start to get cold up there in Ohio before you know it. So, um, well, I guess it's, I guess it's fall first. You have a little bit longer. So, yeah. but that was the only other thing I want to check on today. So no adjustments just yet. Um, I just want you to keep me posted over the next couple of days. Any other plans for the weekend socially? None so far. All right. Well, then that means we're in a good place. And then just uh, always let me know if you need anything. And if anybody else has any other questions, I guess that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for jumping on. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Media's weight loss journey. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you liked what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.